Welcome to the things we don't want to talk about. A podcast for the voice for the unheard, hope for the hopeless, and the it to keep you pushing through life authentically, unapologetically, while being true to yourself. Hello, everyone. Um, It feels like I have not recorded in so, so long. Although I know I release every two weeks, but I don't know. Something about now feels so different. So I'm excited to be here tonight. Um, We are finally at episode six. I can't believe we are November, December, January. We're three months in. I'm almost at my five months in March. I'm hella excited. So for today, um, I'm doing a topic that has been on the list for a while. And I've been thinking about how do I bring it um, into the podcast in terms of what is the sequence going to be um, and where does it fit? So for today, our topic is body dysphoria. Something that's been near and dear in my heart um, for years. And really, the more I connect with like understanding humans and understand how we think and how we feel and the way we see life, I'm starting to see this as a deeper issue that many of us um, tend to ignore. So last week, um, well, a matter of fact, before even last week, let me give more context. In 2017, I was um, on weight loss pills by choice. Um, I was on Adipex, if you all are familiar with the brand. Um, my doctor gave it to me. I lost seven pounds. I'm sorry, I lost 30 pounds in seven weeks. Um, hella fast. Like, I was so happy. Like, wow, I can't believe I did it. But um, the side effects were I lost a lot of my energy. For some people that are familiar with the pill, they know it's the pill that gives you lots of energy. So for me, um, it took my energy away. Um, the first day I was like kind of depressed, more so my body getting used to the type of medicine it is. Because um, I believe this is one that helps with um, ADHD as well. So it's like a pill that works for different things. But for me, um, it had me a bit sedated, right? I did lose the weight. I was so happy. I ended up getting a little too small per se. Of course, I wasn't skinny because I'm not a skinny built woman. But I feel like, dang, I'm losing my butt here. Or maybe I'm a little bit smaller than usual. And at that moment... Um, I was thinking, about, okay, and Kinga, why do you want to lose the weight, right? And I remember having a friend who would kind of tell me here and they're like, oh, Kinga, you really in big or your weight is going up and blah, 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 right? Not necessarily, or maybe if I didn't have that person telling me that, I'm thinking about it now, years later, would I even have done that, right? So that's context prior then. So now it's 2022 and... Um, I was going to do a weight loss program last week um, and I didn't do it because I really just didn't fly waking up. But when I was scheduling the appointment, going over everything, this topic again came in my head of like this idea of body dysphoria and how we see it in the world we live in and especially women of color. So for me, we all know what Fab say, the era of the shot life, she ain't got a shot life. So um I wouldn't even say being biased, but putting my own privilege out there. I'm a black woman. I'm a woman that has a shape. I find myself attractive. Men find me attractive um, based on the views of what an attractive woman should look like, right? I have small chest. My waist is smaller. My butt come out. I got hips, et cetera, right? Um, I'm bigger than what people think if I was on a scale, but just by looking at my physical appearance, I have that look. But I'm thinking about What about those people that don't have that look and now have this idea of being undesirable, whether that be from your partner, whether that be an undesirable um, from you looking in the mirror or just feeling like they are not it. And what is our obsession with perfection? 
So one thing about me, um, I got stretch marks early. I started my period early. I grew hair under my arms early, right? I had puberty at an early age, but I didn't ever look at myself as, oh, I'm not cute enough or, oh, I don't follow these standards of what beauty is supposed to look like. But at the same time, I'm speaking from privilege because I also don't know what that would be like if I was on the other side, per se. But even if I was on the other side and I'm watching more of the BBLs being more popular, right? And the younger the women are going getting these procedures. So in my opinion, um, of course, we all knew about it. White women were getting them first. I feel like um, black women, you were more hearing about butt shots, right? Illegal butt injections or doing this and doing that to plump themselves. But we didn't always have the funds or even the support or even knowing where and how um, to get things like a BBL done, right? So on average, a BBL runs you about what? $7,500, $8,500. Um, you're taking a risk. It's painful as heck. You have to come back. You got to do your post-op care. This, 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 that, and the other right for you to feel beautiful I guess on the physical for what you determine as beauty but then we don't talk about the aftermath and the effects of these type of surgeries and I have friends who've gotten their body done looks beautiful um, I have family members that have gotten their body done I'm quite familiar with the process but what I'm not quite familiar about and I feel like well something I'm more want to become familiar with and I want you all more so to get familiar with is this idea of body dysphoria and us falling into this trap of not liking ourselves because what we don't realize about these BBLs and these trans is we're following after the idea of beauty that is percepted by someone else right so right now if I did a mass communication and the world was to stop and I said everybody got to be 500 plus pounds to be beautiful right that's the new thing that's in I don't think people quite understand that if that was the case everyone would go eating food ridiculously they would be trying to gain weight any way they could they would go overboard right because we're following trends and that's my problem with it we don't look at it from the psychological view of what this does to ourself um our self-esteem as women and also how this is something that we must keep up right just because you go get a bbl it doesn't mean your life is now anew so your self-esteem and your insecurities um don't now go away but now you're really fixated on making sure this perfect look is kept up not to mention if you get botched not for, not to mention if you waste your money because you feel like your butt not big enough right we don't talk about all that of it we just talk about this idea of we really got to do this we got to do that to create that image um of who we want people to think that we are instead of looking within in ourselves and I'm not saying it's to say that is wrong. I'm not saying it's to say that is right, right? But what I'm saying is it's time for us to understand these things for what they are and keep that in mind, right? That's my only problem. I don't have a problem with girls going out to do this. I don't have a problem with people wanting to create or new or be this or be that, right? I don't speak from a perspective or a point of view of someone who I feel like, okay, I got to have this done. But I want people to understand themselves and understand what's the real reason behind these things and really get to the root of the problem because I know we as people people of color being a black woman we have a tendency and even in the culture you don't even have to be black just to live in the society that we live in we do the most for perfection and perfection doesn't exist you will spend your whole lifetime trying to perfect this idea of who you want to be instead of embracing who you are so by dictionary, um, body dysphoria is a mental illness involving obsessive focus on a perceived flaw in appearance. The flaw may be minor or imagined, but the person may spend hours a day trying to fix it. The person may try many cosmetic procedures or exercise to excess. 
So this is like the main thing and the reason um, or the definition from Google. And this is not to say, oh, just because you get your you get your body done, you have a body dysphoria. But what it is saying is that you have psychologically psyched yourself out or told you these things to want to go through the process. And I feel like when we do this, we create this idea um, of really emphasizing and fantasizing on this Barbie life, right? It's kind of similar to the dolls that we used to play with. We saw dolls that looked a certain way. We see the women on TV that look a certain way. Um, we see the type of women that men go after, right? So typically, Typically, uh, typically speaking, um, if we think about our average male, right? You want a man with a couple dollars. He doing this. He doing that. He can spoil you. Blah blah blah. And you see on Instagram, he's usually going for the what, right? Majority of the time, it's the women who they got the big boobs, they flat chest, they booty big. You know, like they have an hourglass shape. But yet we don't think about the mental, right, or the psychological or the different things that are going on within people to make them feel like, you know, what, I have to change myself and I have to disfigure myself in a way to create an image that is not who I am. Right. And when we do this, we don't think about how it fits into this idea of feeling like we're doing this to attract. Right. That's another thing. I know people will say, oh, I'm doing this for me. And that is true at times. Right. And we have these things where we go through different phases. Right. Mothers, they do it for their boobs, their breastfeeding, their breasts get saggy. OK, cool. Right. But I understand. No, this is a part of life. This is a part of the transitioning phase as you're going from a woman um, who has not had a kid to a woman who now has a kid and has decided to breastfeed, to nurture and to take care of their child this way. Right. But no, we look at it only for the image base and only for what. We see others looking at us, right? Yeah, your boobs drop. You had a baby. Your body changed, right? Not that you're an ugly woman and you're not desirable, right? Maybe the people who are telling you desirable are who the people who are telling you that you are not desirable are the people who are the problem to begin with. And for black women in particular, and I feel like it's hard and it's so much pressure on us, we are really forced to fit in this category of this image of beauty, like there's like it's so many times I even would look at myself like, dang, you get your stomach getting fat or dang, you really could lose these inches or dang, if you only do this, you know, you could wear a waist trainer here. They won't see under the dress. People would think I'm looking like this. Right. Everything I'm starting to notice is really circling back to how someone else will view us. And that's a problem. Right. When you wake up in the morning, how someone else perceives you, how someone looks at you, how someone thinks of you or what they think of you should not be your number one concern. And I feel like we in this generation, we are so obsessed with creating a look that we ignore ourselves. Right. We don't know who we are anymore. We only know what we look like, what we put on. What can we put on to tighten this, nip this, tuck this, when the real issues are the ones that we're dealing with behind closed doors that a doctor cannot fix, right? So instead of us trying to think, oh, what surgery can we do to undo, we need to think about what patterns, um, what generational curses, what traumas are we going through that have us put in this mindset, Right. Because we are like losing it in a way. Right. We are seeing beauty as worth instead of really looking at how are people treating others. Right. What good have we done or how can I embrace um, the things that are not physical? Right. And I had this conversation with my therapist and I've had this conversation with my friends and even with my dad. When we talk about this idea of self-confidence. Um, feeling like you are worthy. The reason why we have a problem with being able to acknowledge our worthiness is because we put our worthy into tangible things. 
We know how to say everything we are worth on the outside from our degrees, our businesses. We got these bags where we live at, our cars, what schools we went to. You know what I'm saying? How much we can spend on something, how much this, how much that, how much this, how much that. But when do we say, you know what, how much character have I built, right? What change have I been able to produce? How am I getting a better understanding of self so that I'm not being a toxic person that's continuously poisoning others that I come around just because I don't know me, right? We don't think about it like that because that's those aren't the type of issues that get the most likes, right? Who cares if she got a brain, if her body banging, right? As long as she got a JJ here, she can do this, she can do that. We don't think about that. So we get caught up in this look and even with guys as well, right? We get caught up in the image more so, right? This idea of what a man has to have. I want him to be rich. I want him to buy bags. I want him to do this. I want him to do that. Things that are unrealistic when we really look at the numbers and we look at who is in our society, we know it's a shortage, you know? So when we think about ourselves and we think about this look that we want others to feed off of, we have to really think about why, right? Why am I doing this? No, seriously, like when you sit down, why am I doing this? What am I trying to cover? And then better yet, how will my life change now that I do this? And that's the one. How will my life change? Right? You're going to get some more likes for sure. You know, maybe that person you were trying to get their attention. Do you even want their attention now that you had to go through this and that to get here? You know what I'm saying? Do they like you or what you have to offer? That's tangible, that can easily be built. I was talking to a guy and I was telling him, oh, you know what I'm saying? I'm not on Miss Build-A-Bear. You can't just build me up the way you want me to be. I'm me. This is who I am. You either want it or you don't. This is plenty of Build-A-Bears out here, but I'm not her. You know what I'm saying? So you realize what am I going to put my worth in to really solidify who I'm going to be? So to put it plainly, when you can't see your own beauty, your worth or value because your mind is making you focus on things that make you feel less than, you can't really focus on what matters in life. So when you're caught on finding every flaw, um, trying to make yourself anew constantly or constantly focusing on how can you um, be better in specific aspects, you kind of lose a sense of self and you get caught in things that are what you call irrelevant and stupid. Right. And I use the term stupid, very, um, very few. But when I'm using it, you're thinking of why does this even matter? Right. We all going to die someday. Um, if, if it's only about looks, this person can go find the next person down the street at the club, wherever the case they may be, or even where they found you at and pick another you. Right. So when we think about these outside externals, why don't we talk about, OK, I've done this, but what can I add to my mental? Right. How am I improving my emotional state? How am I improving my finances? That same money that you spent on that to create a look, you really could have put into some credits to really give you a look for long term. You know, but we don't have that conversation because it's the now. How am I looking now? What am I doing now? Now, 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 now doesn't last. Right. The few minutes ago I was talking will no longer be here again. Yet I still have to leave and go home when I leave the studio and still continue my life, right? So when we think about the reasons why we do things, think about are you really just fulfilling a short-term um, interest that you have that may or may not really benefit you? Because we're taking a chance when we do these things, when we make these chances but when we take these chances and when we don't really know what's going on, right? Nothing saddens me more 
than when I see or when I hear a woman talk about herself in such a way where everything is revolved around a man, a man with a penis and a man who can easily get up, buy him another woman and do the same thing with her, her, her and her. Yeah, we are so willing and so ready to change ourselves to meet these imaginary expectations of persons and people who are less than how much we put in to create. So as much as we, I'm changing for him, I want to be more beautiful for him. I want to be this for him. I want to be that. Why can't you be that for yourself? Like literally, why don't you want to be that for yourself? And in this episode, I'm specifically focusing on those who have body dysphoria because it's something that we see so often in social media. Social media literally prompts us. It tells us what we are going to do and influence us and excuse our minds so much that we really lose our own minds in the process. And I'm starting to see it so much more. It's like, why don't we work hard to achieve things anymore? Right. I don't know how much time I see grandma just get my body done. I ain't got time for that. But like, what else you have time for? Like, you don't have time to like trying to really dedicate to your physical because at the end of the day, we get one body. We got to take care of ourselves and then think about the effects that you are going through. And I'm not saying it's to bash um, getting your body done at all. I totally get it. It looks amazing. Right. And to be honest, my one thing why I probably won't ever do it is one, it's too painful. I'm not willing to go through the pain. But I'm also addressing the fact that I also don't have body dysphoria issues that I know that could easily change with the trend. So I'm not going out to make these abrupt decisions to create an image or to be liked for that. I want to be liked for who I am. Right. I want people to value me for more things than my body. I have more to offer. And that's what I'm kind of getting at is at what point. Do we get to this point where we say, you know what? I have more to offer. And yes, more so, it's not just I want a perfect body, but I want to be more healthy. Like, I want to look good for myself. And I'm cool with that. A lot of people do do things for themselves. But what I'm more so focusing on is the this group of people and this type of person, and specifically women I'm seeing this more so with, that are so willing to go beyond the measures to change and to be different and to make themselves anew when it's not worth it, right? The insecurities that we try to mask, we can't hide that with procedures. We can't hide that with makeup. We can't hide that with designer bags. We just can't hide anymore. And it's time for us to really jump on that bandwagon of, you know what? I'm tired of hiding. I want to go deep and find me. Like, that's really what I've been on. I want to go deep and I want to find me. And I feel like that's something I really encourage a lot of people to really think about. So for some women and the other part of this whole phenomenon is the mental behind it, right? The anxiety, the distress, the depression. There are so many people that are dying. For example, back in the day before BBLs got popular, um, it became something we can afford. People were literally willing to go to the Extreme measures to put illegal butt injections in their butt could possibly die, have side effects years along the line just to create a look like you not that pressed. I, I promise you, you not willing to do all of that for this look that may or may not last. And then when you think about it, how many times do you really see men changing themselves to be better for us? I can't name that one time. Like, really think about it. When have you heard a man, like, you know, I'm about to do this so I can look more desirable to women. Yeah, that man go out, try to get some money or whatever, but that's because it's in their nature. 
But when and where do you see other people going to these beyond extremes? And when I say beyond, I mean like the whole process. You're willing to be put under anesthesia. You're willing to go to these measures to create this idea of beauty. And you're doing this to probably impress a man who could easily just go find another. Because if it's that easy, then we could just create and duplicate. And that's where I'm really getting at is this idea of and this really kind of just breaking down and getting to the meat of it. It's like, when are we going to go beyond the surface? Right. When are we going to look at things for what they are? Because you can't see when a woman is dealing with her anxiety and now her depression has heightened because she's dealing with her body dysphoric issues because of the fact that now she's obsessed with creating this look. She literally dying to create the look, literally and metaphorically speaking. And it's killing us. It's really killing our spirit. And it's getting sad. And it's like, it's just a conversation that we're not having. And I feel like we praise people. Yes, you look good. I, I love it. I love it. I can be like, yes, girl. I don't know if I were that. I can tuck this in. And that's cool. But let's look at it for what it is. And what it is, is we are really a society. And we really are a generation that are stuck on perfection. We're stuck on creating this image that does not belong. And we're so fixated on what others think, right? How we feel about our own selves has become less important and more so how can we create this perfect reality that really doesn't exist. So when I think about um, us and just really honing in on like how I could close out, one of the biggest things and one of the major statements or questions that more so a question I want to say is how are we able to love ourselves for what we already have right whether that's emotionally physically mentally financially socially how are we able to love ourselves for what we already have same question I'm asking you I'm asking myself how can I love me enough that no matter what everything I already have Everything I'm already am externally, internally is enough to keep me going. I don't have to live up to the expectations of society because I create my own expectations and my own reality. So what does that look like on the other end when I do that type of work instead of focusing on what can I do and how can I do this to create this new image of myself? I'm good enough. And I don't think we said enough. Matter of fact, I know we don't say enough. And I know it's corny and it's like, oh my God, but I'm good enough. Like I'm good enough. It's weird even saying it right now. I'm in a room by myself, but I'm good enough and I will always be good enough. And if I do want to make change or make a new, I'm doing it for me. And I'm doing it in a way that does not take away from who I am. I'm not hurting myself and I'm not putting my life in jeopardy just to create and to make a new. So. For all my girls, it's like, uh, uh-huh, no, did she not just say this on this podcast? I love y'all wholeheartedly. And I just want y'all just to listen to it from a different perspective, right? I love the bodies. They look amazing. The clothes look good, everything. But what I love most is a woman that has that same inside as she does on the outside. That's all I'm saying. If that perfection is that same on the inside and out, I love you and teach me how to do it. Right. <laughs> and that's kind of just really where I'm at with it. So it's not to bash. It's more so to allow us to reflect and to think. Right. How are we allowing society continue to bash us and to treat us less than now that we have had this talk? And I feel like it was a heavy podcast. Like this was a heavy episode. And I kind of touched on a topic that I feel like really are the things we don't want to talk about. Uh, but 
I loved it. So please leave me a review. Um, leave me a comment. Let me know what you all think um, about this episode or ones prior to. And I can't wait to hear your thoughts. Have a good night.